Welcome everyone, we're back to another episode of the Crispy Cast, episode 2 of season 3, John Constantine. I'm your co-host, Christopher Bernard, here with our very lovely other co-host. Hey, it's Jody Cameron joining you again because, I mean, where else am I going to go? John Constantine, you've really picked a great one. I did not realize how much backstory or how beloved this character was because I first encountered Constantine as Joanna Constantine in the Sandman comics. That was my introduction. But it turns out he's the longest running Vertigo imprint title with the Hellblazer series. This I did not know. Yeah, when I think I first in- met Constantine was either Justice League Dark, uh, the animated film, or I think he was briefly mentioned in Smallville with no backstory. And then eventually I got around to watching uh, the Keanu Reeves John Constantine, which is, like, also great, but not entirely correct. (laughs) Well, in fact, when that film dropped, my first reaction was that the character... I didn't realize the character had so much story and so much kind of popularity and so much crossover appeal. It really utilized Constantine in a variety of places. First appearance, Swamp Thing, in 1985, uh, as a, I guess, a supernatural advisor to the titular character. So you mentioned the Justice League Dark version. Definitely the very same character as the Hellblazer series, but kind of like a like an alternate continuity. He's a younger, unmarried version of, of Mr. John Constantine. Depending on who's writing him, uh, sometimes it's he's trying to save himself from his horrible fate of going to hell by doing good deeds that are ultimately just not good deeds in the end. And then there's also uh, him just being a, basically a supernatural detective, a con artist, magician. (laughs) Born in Liverpool in 1953 to a mother who died during childbirth and a father who was, I guess, essentially a functional alcoholic. Apparently strangled his twin in the womb with uh, their umbilical cord. So we're off to a great start right there. And their ancestry and lineage is one that's connected to the occult long before they're born. What's interesting about the crossover with the Sandman comics, where I first discovered Constantine as Joanna, in that storyline, you get to meet Constantine as a woman and also her ancestor. There is that kind of link up with uh, this uh, long-running family heritage of supernatural and, and occult connection. The, the regular John Constantine in the Vertigo comics and in the DCU is actually a bisexual. And so to have him manifest as a, like a female character in a, kind of an alternate universe isn't so surprising or different. But I didn't know any of this. Apparently just adding an earring to the design of the character in the 80s was very risque. Based on Sting? Any excuse to draw Sting was kind of the, the original idea behind this character. Of course, Alan Moore can't create a simple character. I guess one of his earliest forays into kind of fighting demons becomes a real like character-defining experience because ultimately the person they attempted to save is, is dragged directly to hell. You know, Constantine spends the next 40 years basically having nightmares and regretting interfering. Uh, and that's the whole plot twist that the Joanna Constantine in Sandman kind of leads you to is that Morpheus cures 
Constantine of their their nightmares of that event. I know I've seen the uh, the scene the CW's version of John Constantine, and the actor's name's <clears throat> eluding me, but uh, he did a fantastic job. Unfortunately, he only got I think one season, uh, mainly because not a lot of people know who John Constantine is. He's getting more recognition. Uh, as time goes on, and really, we should have they should do a, an Arkham style game where I, he plays John Constantine. Oh, that would be great! <laughs> Only because, like, he has his magical ability and his wit. He's like a Deadpool meets Batman with magic. <laughs> right, like a very dark character, a conflicted character, a tortured character. Very adept in the occult and supernatural, uh, an incredible magi- magician who would prefer to use their wit and their cunning and their trickery as much a con man as a wizard. When you say, uh, what did you call them, a supernatural detective? They really lean heavily into that detective aspect, which is really interesting for me. Imagine Batman crossed with Doctor Strange with less of the glamorous trappings of both. I know that his uh, cunningness and his you know, he's basically a bard. <laughs> uh, he was able to trick... I can't remember if it was just a really powerful demon or, like, actually the devil. But he was able to trick them into merging with Dr. Vray's helmet, trapping them in there. Interesting. Uh, he, like, and he has this... Probably one of the coolest abilities known to man. He has the superpower of being at the right place at the right time. They're almost a character that you can put in any situation and have them be relevant and useful. The surprise I had that... He was kind of like shoehorned in as as a character in a swamp thing. And then, you know, I think after a year, they realized they had a real a real character on their hands. One that one that could not only stand alone, but should have their own title. A little piece of trivia apparently is that the Vertigo Hellblazer version of Constantine has basically aged in real time since first publishing. If you were to start reading the comic book title in nineteen eighty eight you would see that character basically grow and age up to today's point. Uh, One aspect of the character I really liked in the show was that, uh, for a great example of that ability as being the right place at the right time, he went to a bar, got hammered, and did a spell on his best friend so he wouldn't die. Basically, if he died the next 24 hours while he was hammered, uh, he'd live. Okay. He does that spell and he leaves the bar and the bar explodes. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like a gas leak or something, and all the souls that had died went to his friend, giving him that many lives. Oh wow! So he had something like he was like forty six souls trapped in his body. So every time he died, he came back, and he's got the what is it, the house of madness? It's like in between dimensions, and it likes always moving. Right. So it's kind of it's almost like a supernatural or metaphysical analog to the original, like the Winchester Mansion, which was built as kind of a maze or a or a labyrinth to circumvent the uh, angry ghost. Like, I haven't seen the film. I'll be honest. It, uh, you never seen? I, I did not watch it. I did. It was It was not bad. Uh, Shia LaBeouf plays the taxi driver best friend. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the hate that it got was he didn't have the British accent. Oh, that's a, I mean, that's a big deal. He didn't have the blonde hair. It was jet black. Yeah, and the- Keanu Reeves was playing Keanu Reeves as, as John Constantine. But he did it. But it was awesome. Like he, he's, he's got he's got an appropriate look, even if they didn't bleach his hair. And in that, he had lung cancer because he was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Silk Cut, favorite brand. <laughs> yep. And um, basically, that was his unluckiness. And a demon. He was investigating a twin sister that had died. And by the end of that film, spoiler alert, 
just as he dies saving the day the demon's like we're not done with we're not done with you yet and basically take his cancer away and curse him to like live longer okay Keanu Reeves has been trying to get a number two for a long time well whoever's managing the movies that come up for DC now not that they're doing ever a good job they're probably like hey let's do something right and stay true to the character he's part of the Justice League Dark which is a team organized by Batman of course and then Batman's like John I know you don't have very good leadership skills and you're leading the the team and he's like <laughs> he's like bollocks <laughs> Zantana John Constantine Dead Man Swamp Thing Etrigan yeah John Constantine now at least one of those other characters John has had a relationship with yeah Zantana was love interest King Shark is also an ex. I was going to mention that earlier when we briefly said that he was bisexual, and I think he's all sexual. Yeah, like pansexual? Yeah, he's like, he will he will fill the hole wherever it needs to be filled. <laughs> King Shark, you have a blowhole? <laughs> no, I'm not a mammal. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, he does not... I don't know if it's because that he's gifted with the curse <laughs> oh, sure. of uh, seeing people's true forms. Right. Like seeing angels and demons natural looks right and being exposed to so much instead of like how we only see people right he's able to, to see past all that yeah because he grew up around it the whole idea of uh constantine's relationships with other humans or immortals or heroes is interesting to me as well it's kind of like you talk about that being in the right place at the right time that kind of that lucky lucky happenstance it's the reverse for people involved in constantine's life <laughs> yes. the the idea is that you are on the bad end of karma if you are in any way uh, favored by by john someone sleeping next to him was killed by a vampire he wakes up and they're dead the, the vampire's like was that somebody uh, you care deeply for a friend of yours and he's like must be they're dead i mean i guess when you think about it with all that abilities of like basically being lucky the bad luck's gonna go somewhere so. yeah i have to go back to that that joanna constantine crossover sandman thing it's so fresh in my mind because of the new sandman series on netflix but she's got a lover who's who's essentially trapped in sleep and how Dream has to kind of come in and be a part of solving a variety of problems. Anyone who gets close to this character is in a bad way. I think the only reason why he carries himself on is when you're surrounded by so much darkness on the daily, he can only hope to try and bring some good back into it. Yes. Or at the very least get laid make some money <laughs> and like you said uh, in, in the the feature film with the lung cancer tie-in and the, and the curing of that it seems to be that they are cursed to continue to live because of a maybe a feature film that didn't resonate as well and a television program that didn't get maybe the uh, like the the duration it should have a character that in pop culture and and like video medium uh, has, has just not had its chance to really hit right i, I feel like that's too bad he's a high budget He'd be a high-budget character, all the magic and all the... Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard to get people into that because we've had our Ghost Whisperer television show. We had Supernatural that just finished. And sure. Supernatural is a less powerful version of the same kind of idea. We've had the Teen Wolf, Vampire Diaries. You know, we had the Mummy franchise. Uh, like, there's just there's all these supernatural things that have come and gone and not mix that with a oh yeah he's a he's a some sort of superhero but not really uh do you feel like maybe the best vehicle would be like a justice league dark cartoon something like that uh their best route would to keep him as what they're i think doing which is using him as uh side characters like bringing him in for an episode here and an episode there sure because i don't think he'll he can get the stability until either we find the perfect casting 
or if they dump a lot of money into bringing that guy to the limelight. Mm-hmm. But I think he's better as a dive bar-y. He's a, he's a secret pleasure. You know what I mean? You, you find him, you love the character, you wish there was more. Mm-hmm. There isn't. I mean, there is if you read the book. I think maybe if he was done as a video game, that'd be different. People love games where you get to be both powerful, um, you get the option of good and evil. John Constantine always gets put in a position where he puts what the quote-unquote greater good over people's lives. Do He would definitely let a million people die to save one person. And a lot of people would go the opposite route. If I were to give my final thoughts on John Constantine, I would put him as a back alley 10 out of 10 character. He is no Superman. He's not even a Batman. He's the one you call when the heroes aren't willing to answer. And even if you don't call, he might just show up anyway by chance. There's so much deep story, rich emotional pain and tragedy wrapped around this character with some of the coolest ways you've ever seen magic be used. He's a fantastic character. And if you don't know any more about him, I'd do, I'd do a little of your own research because you'll love him. Well, in fact, if, if you were to start somebody off on the Constantine rabbit hole, would you would you say, hey, go check out the movie and then go further? Or maybe uh, go back to Swamp Thing and try that? What, how would you want to approach that? I'm going to shout out a YouTube channel that I highly recommend, and that would be Comic Storian. Because they read, they take a comic book, they show the imagery from the book, and they read it dramatically back to you. Cool. So if you, someone like myself, who in the small town don't exactly have access to current or large selection of comics they'll take the greatest stories for these characters and they read them back to you and you don't have to wait for the next movie because comic books are somewhat endless this character could really only have been conceived by alan moore and that uh because he kind of has a rock star origin story with the sting tie-in he really lends himself so well to these kind of dark niche uses that i don't think you could go wrong watching the sandman series i'd say read the books I didn't realize I was as big a fan of Constantine as I am. I want to go read the, the trade paperbacks if I can find them. You might just have reignited my interest in a title by suggesting this episode. I was doing the research for this and I thought, what a character. This is the type of character that it's rekindled my interest in the, in the actual physical paper comic. As always, I like to remind people, I'm a comp book called Legend of Creature. Uh, you can follow the growth of my creative journey. At my Instagram, which is chris.bcomics, which is k-r-i-s.b. And that's the same for my Facebook page. Until next time, this is Chris signing off. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and we'll see you next time. It's a beautiful spring day here, and so much has happened since uh, we recorded that Jack Frost episode, and we are just seeing 
actual deer deer babies <laughs> outside the studio amazing oh they're beautiful 